So I'm picking up on, um, from the P word, um, my last episode that I recorded about the um, child molester. And I'm going to keep saying that word over and over again because that's what he is. He's a molester, a child molester, an abuser, um, a very evil person. Maybe, um, maybe... Uh, the worst mental illness I've ever encountered um, that I know of. So, picking up, um, living in Texas, living with this man, thinking he's the greatest thing that's going to happen to my life and help me with my children and help me get through a divorce and um, maybe start start fresh and continue a good life, you know, just, just a normal life, not wealthy or, um, you know, any of that, just, just bring up my children to be healthy individuals with someone there for me as well. Um, because, you know, I needed that. I had never had that really in my marriage before. Um, and I, I and I felt neglected that was the abuse some of the abuse I felt from my previous marriage was just neglect um, I had put on weight with pregnancies you know I was depressed about being away from home um, I always felt not good enough not pretty enough um, I didn't have a college degree I just didn't I didn't feel good about myself so um, this person that came along that ended up being the worst person in the world for me made me feel like I was someone special. And we all want to feel special. So, he, um, so I was working and um, still going through a messy divorce, trying to figure out how that was going to go. And, um, he had his little maintenance job at uh, for the HOA at where my ex-husband and his parents and his sister lived. Um, and that was the job he did. And um, so he was, he did that. But some of the time that he would be gone, I had no idea where he was. And, um, you know, because I was working. And um, when I was at work... Um, and Rick didn't have the kids, uh, he was watching them. And he had built my trust up to that point because I really, I was very selective. We lived in an apartment um, before that and I was, I was super vigilant about who I let come around my kids. Because I did not want them to have the same feeling 45 years later that I had. And lo and behold, um, it happened anyway. And I, and I hope that during my healing, I can figure, I can find a way to get this across to everyone else. Um, look differently. Maybe look at something differently. Um, I don't know. What, whatever you can do to protect your children and yourself because 
I was abused as well by this, this new man that I thought was so wonderful. Um, so we were living together and, and, and um, he, I, f I found, he finally confessed. I was like, what, what, what are you doing? Where, where are you going? Well, he had been on parole or probation or something, gotten in some sort of trouble and he was going to have polygraph tests and and he was um he was in the system the the the, the police system the justice system um having polygraph tests and and p tests and and i thought what the hell i had no idea like i i didn't even think the man had had a traffic ticket he acted like he was so perfect and um anyway he i asked him about that like what Okay, so what did you, first of all, I was pissed. What did you do? And why didn't you tell me? And what's going to happen? So he told me, this is his story. He said that he and his brother got caught with some stolen, his brother stole some things. I don't know, stereo equipment or something. I'm not sure if he stole it from a, a store or from a person. Um, stole some things and got caught and they got caught in the P words car, Paul's car. Um, they were in the trunk of his car. And so they both got arrested and charged with it, stolen property. So I didn't do much more questioning on that because I thought, well, you know, I th I, being naive to that kind of stuff, and not knowing to look further into it, or even if I could, I believed him. Because, I mean, everyone believed him. Uh, friends um, the, at the, um, where he worked, the HOH, they, one of the men, the highly regarded um, Hallets, they trusted him. And so if they trusted him, it's like the whole world should trust him because they are... They were super individuals that everyone liked. And so I didn't question it much more than that. I'm thinking, well, if he's working there, I'm sure they've checked him out, you know. So I didn't say too much about it um, other than that. And he told me that, you know, he would be off of probation or whatever it was soon. And, um, you know, he had to pay his little restitution or whatever um he never told me that he went to jail like spent time in jail so i'm not sure about that i never even asked that why in the hell what the hell was i thinking i ask people now if they've <laughs> if they've ever had um, a dui or a ticket a traffic ticket but i didn't ask him anything I, that's how hoodwinked, to use a, the only word I could think of right now, how hoodwinked I was by this man who had me believing he was going to MIT on a scholarship. And I think I said IT on one of my episodes, but you know, you get confused and forget and whatever. I'm a blonde. Forgive me. Um, but anyway, he said he was, you know, he had me believing all this shit. And um, because I don't, I would 
wouldn't make up that crap. I mean, why do you make up stuff like that? Anyway, people do, so don't believe everything you hear or read. Um, so, <laughs> he's going, you know, weekly, monthly, I can't remember, paying his money, getting his polygraphs, which I didn't realize you had to do that, doing a urine test, and um, he said... Uh, one time, you know, I could, I could get off of this early if we were, um, if we were together or if we were to move or no, I, he said we can't get married or some, something he said prompted me to think, well, maybe if we, you know, moved in together or no, 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 we were already, I don't know, I can't remember, but something he said. Uh, he was trying to get me to help him get off, like get off of it. He's been doing it long enough. So go in and talk to my um, probation officer with me. So I thought, well, okay, I'll go do that. Cause I was curious to what the fuck that was going on and curious to how the system worked that obviously didn't work. Um, I was never allowed to hear the charges, um, that I remember. I mean, if she said them, I don't remember them. Um, but by this point, we were, we were headed, you know, we were trying to move. And I can't tell you why, or I don't want to go into why we were trying to move um, just yet. But, um, it, it, you know, it's, and that, that part's not really the, the problem here. Um, it's a different kind of abuse that I suffer, but um, the, the abuse that I really want to get to the bottom of is, child abuse and um, child neglect and how it affects you as an adult. So we went to the probation office and spoke to this lady. Can't remember her name. Wish I could because I'd probably call her up um, and ask her why she let me do that. But she heard his story and she had said, oh, well, you had followed all the directions. So I have no reason to not, you know, grant you permission not to get off but permission to leave the state and I still even after hearing that I still didn't question well what the hell did this man do he's gonna have permission to leave the state I mean is he gonna have to wear an ankle bracelet once we get there I mean this is the stupid stuff I'm thinking I haven't I'm 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 sure fear was on my face because I'm, I wasn't around criminals. I just, I didn't, wasn't around them. Um, my dad worked, <laughs> he had too many friends that were in the um, law enforcement and it just wouldn't have happened. And um, not, not, that, not that I know of anyway. Um, so I, I did have a question about it, but he had an explanation for everything. And I believe these explanations because of his calm, the way he would say it, it just, um, or the way I heard it, perceived it was non-threatening. Like it was just one of those accidental, I was at the you know wrong place, the wrong time, or I had a car and he didn't, and, and this is what happened. And I got blamed for it. Of course, that's what someone that's always guilty is going to say. I know that now. 
Um, don't always believe that. Now, I'm sure there's cases where that is the truth, but I'm going to go with, I'm going to question the fuck out of you. Anybody else that I'm with that has some sort of background, if you got a rap sheet, you can wrap yourself right on out of my life because I'm, I'm not doing, I'm not doing that. Especially, you know, a rap sheet of parole. Now, if it's like marijuana, that's different. But when we're talking stolen goods and violence or anything like that, that, you know, are going to be around my children, wrap on out. So, um, anyway, she grants him this, um, he could leave the state. So, we packed all of our stuff into a U-Haul and we, you know, we had, um, we were going to live in, in Alabama with my mom and on her property and I was going to go to nursing school and just get things together and he was going to work somewhere hopefully and um, that's what we did and I got permission from my attorney um, to do that. It was legal. Um, it probably was detrimental to Rick because he, I'm sure he wanted to keep the girls there, but it was, it was not a good, it was not a good mix. It, it would have eventually, one of us would have been hurt, um, badly or something could have happened and I didn't want that. So I have tried to do the best that I could for my kids and right at that moment, that's what I had to do. So we left loaded up our, our cat Sammy and <clears throat> all of our belongings um, left the home we had been living in and moved to Alabama like the coin bits and um, we got here and I uh, I got a job working um, at, as a secretary at, uh, for a temp service and I worked at um, doing pulmonology dictation and typing, you know, things. I, I could type really good, so that was my really good skill. And um, during that process, I was um, applying for school and trying to figure out how I could get college paid for and my kids taken care of and and all this. And, um, and we were, I was also going through my divorce at that time, so I finally got that finalized. And when I say... And this is like a couple years time. It didn't just happen overnight. And, um, and it was a messy divorce, somewhat messy, um, because I did things like that they didn't think was right and vice versa. So no one wants to just let their kids go. I wouldn't think. And, and Rick was a good dad. He, he loved his kids and his parents loved those kids. But what they didn't realize is I felt like I had to get out of there before something very, very bad happened. And in my opinion, I, I was worried it would happen to the kids because um, Rick had some girlfriends that were that were not all that great also. Um, so we're living in, living in Alabama on my family's property. And I started going to, um, I was working part-time and going to this class for CNA and taking these tests for scholarship. So I got my CNA um, certification, which I didn't want to do, but it was one step toward 
this scholarship. So I got the scholarship um, that paid for my school. And um, because I was poor and I wasn't married to anyone and I had two kids, I, I qualified for some help with daycare or, you know, some sort of service. Well, so he was working. He got a job working at this place with um, housing. And um, he developed a uh, cholesteatoma, which is a tumor in the ear. And he fell from a ladder and broke his arm. Mid humerus. Couldn't really work. Um, and so he stayed at home with the kids. And, and this happened in Texas as well. And, and that's where the real, some, some of the worst abuse started was in Texas when we lived there. But um, I don't want to get to that point yet. Um, I'll tell you details when that person is ready for me to tell them. I'm just telling you how we got to Alabama so that I can get to the part of, so I can get to the details. So I have to kind of get you from how I was born to where I am now, and then I'll go back and give you details, which are, <laughs> they're just m more, more than most people could handle. So I'm having to figure out a way to censor some of this. Um, so he breaks his arm, tumor in his ear, recovery time was, seemed like forever. It's like he didn't want to work anyway. So, um, I'm working, then I'll start going to school and the girls are having to spend more and more time with him, um, because he's at home and I'm not, I'm, I'm trying to get my kids going. You know, I want to make sure they have what they need if this relationship doesn't work and you know we weren't married and I could have gotten married and I didn't want to get married and I, I there was a reason I should there was that gut that was there was the gut saying Cheryl I'm I'm gurgling I'm telling you you should back get this man out of your life he's not good for you he's not working he could care less and the doctor even had released him at one point and I still believed oh poor guy you know he's having a hard time working he can't even balance and blah 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 excuse after excuse I take full responsibility for all my lame listen to their excuse lies I did it I've always done it I'm just weak in that department there I said it I'm weak 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 in that department I'll listen and believe people well I'm not as weak now so I don't try that shit now whomever might try it will get a rude awakening um and you know <laughs> I think I've always had it I just didn't want it I didn't want to I wanted to give everyone the benefit of the doubt so I was giving him the benefit of the doubt well now the benefit of the doubt theory is if you have doubt, you get no benefit. There you go. That's a good one. I love it. Um, huh. Or maybe it's not good, but I don't care. That's what I'm thinking right now. So that's what I'm saying. So broken arm, tumor in the ear, not working. Cheryl's busting her ass, getting up at 3 o'clock in the morning go cut grass 
going to um, nursing school, getting the kids to school, making sure everything's halfway normal, studying at night. Um, and during right at the end of that, when I finished nursing school, which was not easy, lo and behold, if he didn't get a, um, a, a, a pulmonary embolism, it just it just astounds me that it's like yeah let's you know fate was saying nope we're gonna put you since you don't want to leave we're gonna make it where you have to stay because he's gonna be sick and you know, he's gonna need your help so you have that nurse thing so you're gonna stay so that's what i did i stayed put up with more um let my kids be exposed to a monster little bit longer and so during that time I was being kind of not pushed but encouraged strongly that if I'm gonna have him around my kids then why aren't we married and I had no answer to that my gut said because he's not right for you stupid um He's a bad man. Don't marry him. You're marrying all his problems he's bringing from his childhood or whatever that's evil. Don't marry him. But I was still pushed, so I married him. And um, wish I would never, wish I would have listened to my gut because I could have made it on my own, totally on my own with the girls because actually I did raise them on my own. Um, all he did was give them fear and instability and he was he was not nice to me or other people. A liar, a cheater, steals. The man's, you know, this is off the subject of abuse, but it's abuse of some kind. It's, it's abuse of property. He, <laughs> we were in Walmart and I'm not gonna tell you what city because he got banned from the store and I did for a year, which humiliated me because I'm from this area. And um, he, we had money for groceries. We had money, extra money. He proceeds, I have my purse in the buggy, have my back to him. He puts a Hot Wheels car in my purse. A Hot Wheels car. Do you know how much those cost? less than well, I won't say less than five dollars around two or three dollars why would you do that why 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 would he do that and the people that were watching him had been watching him for a while like that wasn't the first time he had been in that store and done something like that I had no clue none that he was like that none I mean everybody takes the shampoo and the soap from their hotel room if they need it but who would steal a fucking Hot Wheels? Who, who at, uh, I don't know, past the age of 12 would even want a Hot Wheels? It just, it just blows my mind. I'm like, so I had to go empty my purse in the security room of a Walmart. <laughs> a Walmart. And, well, first of all, I didn't know what they were talking about. They were like, Ma'am, we need you to come up. Sir, ma'am, come with us. I'm like, I got, can I pay for my groceries? And they're like, no. So, I'm like, okay. Um, all right. So, I went with them. We went with them. And they said, we want you to em empty the contents of your purse. I said, I beg your pardon. I'm not. 
no, this is my purse. Um, it's got things in it I may not want you to see. Well, um, we have on video that um, there was something put in your purse. And I said, something? What would fit in there? And they said, ma'am, just empty out your purse. And they were authoritative. I don't know if they had the authority to do that. But I'm like, well, fuck, I don't care. All right. You can see my, um, you know, tampon wrappers or whatever I had in there, my chewing gum wrappers, my, my messy purse. Go, if, go for it. Empty it. And um, what falls out? A damn Hot Wheels car. A goddamn Hot Wheels car. Hot Wheels car. And I am, I'm sure my face was on fire. Fire. Because, you know, if you're going to steal something, steal something that you need. <laughs> if you're hungry, don't even steal. Just go ask. Go ask. I mean, why didn't he just buy it? We had like $200 worth of groceries in the buggy. No one ever said, no, we can't afford a Hot Wheels car. Nobody ever said that. That's ridiculous. He was, so not only was he a, a child molester, he was a kleptomaniac. There's no telling what else that man stole in my, in the time that we were together. That's just one thing he did. That abused me because they, they knew I was innocent because I was overlooking at something else when he stuck it in my purse without my knowledge, without my knowledge now. So, men, get your own purses. Get you a purse if you want to steal. Put some shit in my purse again, anybody, and I will break your fingers. You hear me? Break them. That's the anger. Anger is still in me. Trying to get it out. I really am trying because I love people, but I hate people at the same time. I hate people that want to just not use their head or they have no heart or they they feel they're not responsible for anything. They can just do what they want and never be caught. Well, guess what? I'm coming for you, Paul. I will be coming for you. And I don't mean that as a threat. I mean, you are going to get your justice. Not me. I'm not. Not me personally coming for you. But justice is coming for you. So, they banned me from, banned both of us. From Walmart me for a year and he can't he wasn't supposed to ever go back in there in that particular store I'm like what but always oh, but this is my what, what they didn't care they understood I could see it in their face that they knew I had nothing to do with it but because it was in my purse um, and not his purse, um, I still had the same punishment it was either that or get arrested and go to um, prove it to the court. And I damn sure wasn't doing that. Um, thank God the girls weren't with us. I think they were with my mom somewhere. Uh, something. They weren't there. Thank God. But that was an incident that <laughs> I've forgotten about until I was in Walmart the other day and saw some Hot Wheels. And I thought, ooh, a flashback. You motherfucker. That's what I said. You motherfucker. And hopefully I didn't say it out loud. It was just like one of those things you say and you think you say it out loud, but you don't. You're saying it to yourself. I just could. Mm -mm. Hot Wheels car. Insane. 
So he stole that. <laughs> Livid with him. Livid. And and I could not get it. I couldn't grasp it. Why'd you do that? I don't know why I did it. You motherfucking know what you did and you know why you did it. Tell me why you would do that. I don't know. Okay. Well, I'm going to end it. But um, I'm not going to talk about this anymore. But don't you ever put me in that position is what I said to him. Don't you ever make people question my um, sincerity and honesty and integrity like that again. Ever. So, I dropped that. There's nothing else I can do about it. Of course, I apologized to the people and, and purchased it like I did it. Like, I wanted a fucking Hot Wheels car. Hot Wheel cars make me sick now. I want to throw them across the room. So, he, <laughs> that was just one thing. Um, everywhere we went or were or lived, there was always a problem. But it was always someone else. He didn't do it. I don't know how that happened. Um, uh, someone else did it. And I believe that shit. Uh, meanwhile, while I'm believing this shit, he's not working. I get a job. I'm working. Um, I don't know what the fuck he's doing. He's just acting like he can't go to work or find a job. And finally, I told him, I said, if you can't find a job, you can get the hell out. Because I'm not going to support both of us for the rest of my life. And um, he hmm, miraculously got a job. Um, anyway, he was a bum. There's so much more to come. Um, the abuse and neglect goes on and on and on. Verbal abuse and spitting in my face. Hitting me with clothes hangers. Pushing me over a chair. Um, backwards. Um, lying to me about things that he did. Get worse. And the kids. He, he did some awful things. And I'm going to talk about that the next time because I'm out of breath and now I'm starting to get angry and I need to go and meditate for a second before I take this out on someone that's innocent with my mannerisms. So I'm breathing and I'm leaving. Thank you. I'll talk to you later.